Let's go. Hold on, Ty. Save it for the show, bro. Welcome to Barrel Proof. This is episode number 256, right? It has been a month since we last recorded. Uh, and I'd say, haven't you missed us, but I'll be honest with you, up until this week, there hasn't been a whole lot to really talk about. There hasn't been much coming out of uh, the club in terms of you know news you can use. There's plenty of really nice uh, player profiles, which are great. I'm glad Jonathan's doing that. Uh, and others, I'm sure he's hired. Uh, one on like West Sharpie. We've done some things on racing Louisville players. Emily Fox, obviously, and Amina Ekic being two big ones. Um, so on and so forth. Uh, I think uh, our good friend uh, Abdu Bakijam has ha- had one as well. Uh, but Akeel, aside from Akeel that, Keel and the junk food, we got some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Keel and his uh, his his uh, you know nutrition turnaround, which is great. Glad to hear that. I've got high hopes for him. I hope he really challenges for that job. Sounds like he's really. But uh, in terms of things that we know about what's happening, there's like zero. Uh, but uh, then, like flood of news happened recently. One being uh, Racing Louisville announced their preseason slate of four games. We'll talk about that later. Uh, we've gotten some scuttlebutt, none of which has been really commented on by the team itself. That Louisville City is heading to Texas at the end of the month to play a couple of teams down there. Uh, and then finally, uh, the league announced the the uh, conference alignment. Uh, for 2021, there'll be four divisions, uh, and so those are. Oh, and then I've got some some hot stuff I'm going to drop at the end of the podcast, so you're going to want to <laughs> stick around for that, especially if you like to play soccer. Uh, so, yeah, which one of those things y'all want to tackle first? Ty, you look pensive. Uh, I'm going to follow your lead there. Conference but. alignment. I didn't introduce. <laughs> Conference division. By the way, I'm Taylor Soles. We didn't introduce. Y'all know who we are. We're, so yeah, just, we're just trying to do a little quick hitter here. Uh, y'all know who we are. Uh, yeah. Ty Sildo here, <laughs> along with. Uh, Barkson. The Barkson. The Barkson. Yep. <laughs> Taylor, you weren't there when we did Brazilian soccer No, games. and I, I'm not sorry that I missed that, if I'm being honest <laughs> with you. Sorrelson. Yeah. Glildo. It was just about our, the best barrel-proof episode ever down in Nashville on an away day. That I'll believe, yeah. That'll so die. that – All Mo- right. Mobile, mobile episode. <laughs> so we have, a new, we have a new division. Yeah. The Central Conference, just in time for St. Louis to not be in USL anymore. Uh, I did see them post the tweet I saying, mean, we're how ironic is that? <laughs> they <laughs> were like, which one are we in again? I saw their, their fans uh, tweet I mean, it was, the, it, was the, it was ideal to, for them to be in, and then they fold. Uh, so another, you know, just sad chapter in their now non-existence. Uh, they would have been a welcome addition because, I'll be frank, of the two Eastern Conference divisions, I think that ours is the weaker one. Uh, so let's run through the, the teams that are in it. It's Indy, Birmingham. Uh, Memphis, Atlanta 2, Sporting Kansas City 2, Oklahoma City, Energy, and Tulsa. Did I get them all? That sounds like I think you did. Was that eight, um, including us? Yeah. So, you know, of you know, teams that we would – teams that have been playoff teams recently include Indy. Uh, Birmingham did not make the playoffs last year, I don't think. No, they uh, made it. Did they? Yeah, And Tulsa so. and Oklahoma City are okay. But otherwise, it's – I, you know, of the two divisions, I think it's definitely the easier one, if I'm being honest. So, yeah, uh, Louisville City has got to be pegged the odds-on favorite to win that division. If I, you know, I don't, you know, expectations are I, I, honestly that's reasonable. I saw some of our diehard fans on Twitter saying we weren't going to lose the game, which I thought was oh, that's brilliant. A little over the top. You know, <laughs> I we, think it's, we it's always struggle be a coming out of the gate. Conference, so. but uh, at the end of the day, it's it's going to be kind of cool. I think seeing a couple of new teams. Yeah, uh, this might be a temporary alignment. Oh, I don't think so. so. I think Oklahoma City and Tulsa are, are around for, uh, really? along for the ride for a really? while. Really? Okay. Yeah, because there's new teams out west. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in, including Sacramento, apparently. We'll talk about that. Uh, but uh, the the other division, I think, is a lot harder. Um, and I, but I'll here. You, they, they make sense geographically. No, they absolutely right? do. So they, they, and that's the the predominant concern, right. I'm sure. Competitively, I'm a little bit ambiguous about it. Uh, but, you know, the, the good teams in our division are Birmingham and Indy, and I think that's the end of the list. Um, you know, Sporting Kansas City is was harder than – was better than advertised last year. I, I, won't, I won't say they weren't. But Atlanta was a, you know – a, a pushover. Memphis 901 right now has two players signed to their team. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Memphis. Uh, you know, I'm. Timmy I'll, Howard's got so many TV responsibilities he can't. Yeah. Um. So you know. And I, Indy, I, don't know I guess it was there. Indy that signed their best offensive player from last year. Did they? Uh, the the forward. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, forward but, A. But they lost Tyler Patrick. Cal Jennings. Okay. Cal Jennings yeah, from Memphis. I think he's at Indy now, right? I'm sure. Uh, he went. To, well, he's he's left Memphis, so I don't know. They, you know, they Memphis signed a couple decent right guys, but you know they lost Tyler Gibson to us. Right. They lost Ilya Illich to New Mexico. They lost Tyler Pasher to MLS. Uh, you know, if if Neville Hackshaw is still there, then their def- and then their defense is going to be a pretty good still. But they didn't fire Martin Rennie after under, Jose after underperforming. There. You know, three years in a row. Right. Well, well, two years in a row. You know, they made the conference finals two years ago, so I guess that's not too bad. But last year, I think they just really took a nosedive at the end of the season and I thought that they would you know have higher expectations but he stayed on for another year I'm surprised he's never done anything different maybe maybe we'll see a new leaf at him but those the only teams that I think would even be contending for the for the you know conference division whatever title for us with us Jordan Hamilton yeah yeah they picked up a couple veterans and and Indy will be back I I think it's just really hard to predict what our conference is going to look like I mean Tulsa is a playoff team. Tulsa is better than I think we than what they were, I've they seen. They improved last year. For sure. Yeah, and they took uh, El Paso to penalties in their in their playoff game. Um, and of course, El Paso was one of the strongest teams out They'll west. They'll be good again next year. Yeah. So I think Tulsa year. is probably a bit underrated by the Eastern Conference uh, Twitterverse. But look, um, at, I mean, when you think of scary Eastern Conference teams, you don't think of any any team other than us in Indy in our division. The scary teams are Tampa Bay. They're Pittsburgh. Miami with the reloaded roster they've got, uh, Red Bulls except for last year. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, Hartford ended up being very. Yeah, Hartford was good. You know, won their group last year. Yeah, solid. Charleston's always solid. Charleston's always solid. So I think that division, frankly, is going to be a bloodbath. I mean, but my concern, I I, I agree, but Birmingham is going to be super I'm exci- tough. I'm glad they're going to be good. I want them. to Yeah, be good. me too. I think it'll be a great rivalry, and I think that second. Or maybe even first to Miami had the biggest offseason. I mean, oh, they've sure. added uh, Faneuil Cabita from St. Louis, mm-hmm. a great defender. Yep. They got Junior Flemings, yep. um, who was the they still have Romario Williams, you know, leading MVP, there? right? From yeah. um, or at least MVP candidate last season until everything hit the fan with yeah. with him. And I think it's good he's getting a second chance. I mean, I'm sure he's done the right things to to earn that. And they'll have Speedy. They'll have Paco. Well, at Miami, right? Yeah, but that's Birmingham. What I'm uh, the oh, last you're about the last guy at Birmingham I was thinking of was um, uh, Ryan James from Pittsburgh. Very good player. So Birmingham's really loaded up. I mean, and yeah. I think, like I say, and then Miami's the other one that you look at in terms of roster moves has really made some some uh, some you know moves that make you a little bit worried about that team. So Birmingham might be better than than anybody think, or at least they're going to be a concern in our division. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, you know, I don't think they're going to be any pushover. But no. let's, so let's get on to the second part of this because I had hoped that knowing that there were going to be two divisions, that 
and, and knowing that the whole home and home with everybody in the conference was was not going to be on the table. I still hoped that we would just do three games against each conference opponent and then have one game across the division in the Atlantic, what's going to be called the Atlantic Division, right? That's not what it's going to be. We're playing each team in our division four times. Yep. I, I'm not happy about that. I'm no I, and, no know, crossover at all? No. Hmm. Like there, There's going to be like four other games or something. Yeah. I'll be. I mean, I'm going to be just flat out say that sucks. I don't want to play the same dance. That that I, last year I could could and not like this year's any different from a pandemic's perspective. So I guess I really shouldn't be complaining too much. But last year I was willing to put up with it because it was at least it was soccer. Yeah. This year is another ball game. I'm, I guarantee MLS isn't doing that. Yeah, and and there's some there's actually some juicy matchups too. Think about us playing Miami. Yeah. You know, it's a naturally on paper you're trying to bring. Right visibility to the league you want good matchups and you got speedy and paco and some of the old boys against louisville city you know that's an espn game of the week type thing whether or not anyone watches it right. that's another thing but but uh but yeah it's very disappointing so hopefully at least if they are going to do that and cherry pick a few games i hope they pick the right games and we're not playing you know hartford on a wednesday night or something like that you know hopefully it's a, a premier game against some of the top top teams so yeah um but you know, Did we get a trophy for winning the, the division? <laughs> or a banner? I, I don't recall that being <laughs> announced. And my guess is that they're not talking about it. That's a hard no. Um, which is, you know, unfortunate. But it's one of those, yet, yet another, basically we went from having two leagues, the Eastern Conference League and the Western Conference League, to now we have four. Yep. Which I don't think makes it any better. So, But it is, it is what it is. Well, I know it's not permanent. Hopefully vaccination numbers continue to rise and we can actually get back to some semblance of normal in 2022. But this yeah, is, it is what it is for twenty. And at the end of the day, we're a bunch of fans, right? And we're we're in it yeah. to go to games and enjoy the games. And I'm already thinking, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself about road trips again, because you know by the end of the season, who knows where we'll, where we'll be at from a societal standpoint? Not standpoint. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a. I like Tulsa, Birmingham. We did, Bur- Birmingham. We did, uh, we Birmingham. did Birmingham. Oklahoma City, I think, has come a long way. Yeah, you know, yeah, there, there yeah, are a couple yeah, of road trips there, depending on how the the calendar falls. I know Ty, we've got our eye on doing something, right? Oh yeah, oh so. yeah. Memphis is uh, is always on Memphis, my list. Memphis, well, I would do absolutely. Memphis. Absolutely, because that's uh, about the same in Birmingham. And we had a great Kennesaw, time in Birmingham. Kennesaw, Georgia. No, no, no sure takers on Kennesaw. Um, okay. Yeah. Kansas so. City, Kansas. Also, no. Okay, cool. Just a little bit on the touch too far. But what is that, eight hours? I'm not uh, traditionally one that's going to travel to a two-team, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. Um, yeah. But, you know, like I said, it, 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 it's, it's still soccer, so we really we can't – beggars can't be choosers. Um, but uh, the team will be – even though we're not playing teams from Texas, the team's going to be playing friendlies in Texas. Uh, it was in a, like Austin FC announced earlier in the week, maybe last week, and uh, Houston also did the same thing, announcing their preseason schedules. Uh, and each of them are playing Louisville City. Uh, I believe uh, they'll be Austin will be hosting Louisville City at some little college campus Not on the March bold. 25th. You're, this is Austin. No, this is Austin MLS. FC. Yeah, yeah, the would-be Columbus Crew, the zombie Columbus Crew, <laughs> the Fighting Anthony Precourts. Uh, <laughs> they're so they're hosting Louisville City at uh, St. Edwards College, I want to say, which is not where they're going to be playing games uh, on the 25th. Uh, the game will not be streamed live. It will not be open to fans, so we won't know what happens. And the same story is true for Houston. Two days later, on the 28th, uh, they're playing at uh, Houston Sports Park, not BV- BVVA Compass Stadium, where they play their MLS games. Uh, another closed-door friendly, not going to be streamed. Won't Nobody know can happens. go. I thought you nope. don't have to wear a mask anymore in Texas. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah, you could you could pee on the field if you want to. It'll be fine. It's a free country. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's those are happening. Uh, we won't know what happens in them. Uh, we know that uh, Louisville City, as of right now, is playing Center College over at Thurman Hutchins Park. I saw a goal. You did see a goal. Yeah, Lancaster. It was an OMB lady off for Lancaster and scored. It was on Twitter. Oh, it's on oh, Twitter. Nice. Yeah, I nice. saw it. Okay, well then, then, oh, then I it saw must the be video. True. I actually vi saw the video. It's on there. Okay, okay. So I, like I that. know for sure we scored one goal. So awesome. <laughs> breaking There's news. Both, so we're, you know we're of we're you know our usual spot over at the practice fields in the parking lot, and we were told that they're going to be playing here because you know it's Louisville and it's spring and it's flooding. Uh, so they thought that Thurman Hutchins was going to be underwater, but it's not yet. It'll be underwater tomorrow, but it's not underwater today. So they finished their game out, and that's great. Glad, glad they're doing that. I'm sure there are other games that we don't know about that have already happened or are continuing to happen, um, and they're just keeping that under wraps. And I'm sure that's a coaching decision, and fine, I guess. John Hackworth. This preseason is just like an eternity, <laughs> it's guys. The it's longest like it's yeah, the three longest preseason I've ever <laughs> experienced. Just imagine being the players. You know, we think it's bad. They're out there every day playing, and there's really no competitive games. It's got to get about. like monotonous after a while. I yeah, wonder I if they're at least allowed to like go to Conjuevos or something, because I know how strict it was last season where they just they didn't go anywhere. I mean, I don't think they saw anybody outside that 25 person. I would hope for their own bubble. sanity that that they are. Hopefully, I they're getting a little, out a little bit more, maybe, and I'll define out. Yeah. Well, just able to. Well, just like everything's opened up a little bit here and there, that yeah. you know. Yeah. But. They probably get tested twice a week still. I mean, all the COVID stuff's still there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But for them to prolong the se you know, this preseason so long, it's uh, it's got to be tough on them. I mean, I commend, mean it's commend better than doing nothing. So, you know, they got it's, it, you know, it's a test of mental fortitude, right? Can you, you know, keep your level up and continue to try to get better every day and get ready for the season that starts in eternity? From and from a coaching, see anybody. And yeah. from a coaching perspective, it's got to be challenging for Coach Hackworth and Cruz as sure. well because you've got to develop the program in such a way to get the team peaking and get get the team kind of gelling. But at the same time, there's a, there's a potential. You don't want injuries. You don't want to overdo it because preseason is normally pretty intense at any level, right? right. You're, you're cranking up the intensity I feel like of it's practice. A much slower burn this time around. Yeah, exactly. So you know, no bit, two days this time. Yeah. Yeah. So probably a very different. You can do one, do two a week with this, <laughs> at this pace. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of why we postponed Barrel Proof to some extent is uh, we want to do a pre-season uh, pre, uh, you know, pre review. Yeah, and but a, the season doesn't start for like another yeah. eight weeks. So, and a full-scale a full scale review of the, or predictions and, you know, kind of an assessment of where the teams are at. But everybody's still – the rosters are in flux, and we still got two months <laughs> before the season starts. Memphis is still TBD, so, you know, <laughs> right. there's that. Cool. Um, uh, on the league, should we, should we just yeah. quickly talk about Sacramento? Because that was pretty big news. I mean, I like your non sequitur. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The you know Sacramento, which was you know was a built for MLS project, right? When they came out of the gates, they had this spectacular marketing campaign. This is what 2013, 2014. I remember watching that video and I was like, holy shit, we need to do that in Louisville. Champions the first season. Yeah, I think they, they came were, out. They were Rod uh, Rodrigo Lopez, and you know they were they and they were you know a team on the way shattered attendance you know yeah, records they, you know, and filling up filling up that stadium out there they, they played at two different places and I, I still think they're going to do great on that front and they finally you know they had ownership problems it seemed like they doctored those up and finally got the money and paid the deposit or whatever it is that they had to do had the big announcement don garber went to sacramento uh and then what last thursday maybe i don't know sometime last week yeah they're out they're out. They, you thought once you thought they were out, but USL pulled them right back in, <laughs> they're, they're, and they've slotted right back in the USL schedule for twenty. I mean, how did they? You know, what is a raw? They 
if they kept all those players that they signed, and they, I don't know, some of them might have been MLS, but do they have an expansion draft? Like, were they, they were supposed to play they this season, not, right? Yeah, or maybe I they weren't. They were late. I think they were another year or so. Right? Maybe they were just going to take this year off. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were entering with St. Louis, which is, what, 2022, I guess. Yeah, St. Louis, they were full steam ahead. Their stadium's going up. Because for some reason, it. I thought yeah. last season was Sacramento's last year. I thought they were done uh, in USL. But – but yeah, I guess there was a deposit due to the MLS, and the lead investor was like, yeah, it. not so much. Yeah, not going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, not going to happen. So just from a, you know, obviously we know what happens when these things happen, right? We're the natural, the, the Twitterverse is like, well, this is a great opportunity for Louisville City. And we've talked at length before about how, you know, MLS, I think, ultimately would be an aim for us as a club. We want to be the best USL club we can be. But at the end of the day, we want to play at the highest level we can possibly can. Yeah. So... But the question still remains, right? We are the natural fit, but we don't have billionaire we investment. So it's all kind of a pipe dream. But it, again, from my perspective, always goes to show the pay, as you, pay to get in, pay as you play to get an MLS here is just, it's a very flawed system. It's, what do you want to call it, Ponzi scheme or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it. you pay to get in USL too. I mean, it's like, it, like the thing well, that cracks me up about this a little bit because it's a little hypocritical. People are like, oh, I will never, I'll, I don't ever want to go to MLS. You know, it's a Ponzi scheme. You have to pay to get in, you know, so on and so forth. I'm like, dude, you got to pay to get into USL too. You know, it's not, it's no different. There's no promotion and relegation in USL either. Yes. It's, you know, it's not a, it's not any more purist no. than anything else. No, yeah. Well, but, uh, it, but it is from the perspective of most USL clubs, revenue is not coming from league no, disbursements of, I, I of expansion fees. From a Louisville City's perspective, look, we can't care about what league we're in. We're going to have this. Oh, we should care about what league we're in. I disagree wholeheartedly. No, I just club be, over league conversation. You want to be, you really be playing at, you want to be playing at the highest level possible as a club well, at then, any then, given then, point. Then, then that begs the question, what's possible? Well, that's what we're saying. Right yeah. now, it's not possible for us because of the financial situation that MLS creates, that there's a handful of people literally in the in the U.S. that can even afford to write a check for $350 One of million. which is probably listening to this podcast. Yeah. And, hey, if, hey if you've, you, got, you you've can, got the billions. You can pay for it. If, if you can finance your uh, purchase through personal seat li- licenses like Charlotte's <laughs> doing, you know, you do all right. So, so at the end of the day, I'm not trying to have a debate about whether or not we want to be MLS because my perspective is we should aspire to be the best club we can be and play at the highest Fair level enough. we can be. That is not a um, – I'm not disparaging the USL. The USL is a fine league and it's a great home for That's us right now. That's not a specific view, right? We yeah, just want to play and in the best ho- Wait, even better would be if USL could develop a product that could compete and all of a sudden then – Maybe it changes. That's also Um, possible. It's almost more likely. Yeah. No, it is, especially if we get the pro rail, which, yeah, come on. They've given them a lot of lip service. I don't see any, there's been zero plan presented. Yeah. But but anyway, all that being said, it's it's always nice to have your name brought up and it shows our status as a club, but it's all, at the moment, it's all just talk. It it was brought up by Lance McGarvey, so I don't think it's very serious. Uh, Lance is serious, but you know, no, it's not like it's not like Jeff Reuter was out there saying who's going to fill their spot in Louisville's number one on the list. I don't think that's true. Uh, but yeah. if you look, if you look top to bottom on the infrastructure that needs to be in place for MLS Club, mm-hmm. I think we are number one on that. The I'll list. agree with. I yeah. mean that I'll agree with. I can't Scott, argue. With we that. got we got a professional women's team, but we that's have, not what matters, as we know. Well, but I just I'm just you saying, know. like when you look, and that's at, what I'm saying is wrong. It, it, yeah, oh, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. It's, that's not what matters. We could be. We could win the. We, we could win the league every year. Racing could win the league every year. We could have an academy that produces, you know, players that play on the national the team consistently. The stadium. And the if we don't have a guy that can write a check for three hundred million dollars, it's not going to make a damn bit of difference. So, that's all. You know, that's all there is to it. I heard Ron Burkle's got some money left over now. So maybe I bet can. he does. I bet. <laughs> I, bet I bet he's keeping it in California. Okay. So uh, speaking of racing, 
Uh, they ha they announced their preseason slate since we last spoke. Uh, it is all against uh, collegiate competition, and while I'd like them to play better teams, I don't know who those better teams would be. Uh, so they but they played U of L on Saturday, beat them four nothing behind a, uh, a Lauren Millier open opener. Lauren Millet, I guess is what they say. I that's a French pronunciation. Ty Millier. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, and then CC Kaiser scored the next three. Uh, all uh, one was an assist from Savannah McCaskill. One assist from the newly arrived Yuki Nagasato, and then uh, got on the end of a free kick. The deliverer of whom maybe it might have been Emily Fox. I don't know. Um, but uh, Emily Fox is back in town. They released an updated roster yesterday, day before, yeah, and there were no new names on it. Really, I mean, Yuki is in town. Emily Fox is in town. So those are the ones that are now practicing with the rest of the team which is great fox had a great experience with Shiva leaves cup which was awesome glad to see that uh and you know women's national team did very you know one did very well that argentina game was a absolute riot uh and so that went well but uh, from a racing perspective you know everybody seems really positive uh you know we did have did we, we haven't talked had any conversation about what happened with christy holly and that G did we talk about that last time i don't know if we did I don't think so. Be more specific. The thing with uh, G whatever it is, GSM Global or the sports coach agency thing that all got sideways. It doesn't. He's not named in any criminal issue or anything like that or any it other. Seemed kind like of a field. pretty non-issue. I mean, it was like. I mean, he was the link between that entity and Sky Blue, and he was the head coach there. But I don't think he knew anything about the you know visa oh, fraud or anything. He was so just coaching. In any event, it was a lot of smoke without much fire. Right. Is what it seems like. Uh, any fire. Uh, in any event, the the I'll, I've heard nothing but great things uh, from the ground, such as I can gather, um, and so we just need to pay attention to that and not what all the the losers and the haters say on the on the internet, the haters and losers out there. <laughs> Speaking of haters and losers, I'm yeah. putting myself in that bracket. When are we getting uniforms? Never. That's a hot never. <laughs> I'm gonna go with December December 2021. Brad, if you're listening tonight. We had this conversation at the fireside chat. When there was no time before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were trying to get them before Christmas, and now it's almost uh, spring break. We love you, we love you, Brad. But I did. Uh, Brad was on uh, in the house. Did you all listen to that? Brad was on, and he mentioned something really cool about race. The racing kits, anyway, are custom by I did hear uh, that. Matthew Wolf, who obviously is one of the premier. probably for this year and this year only. But you, you take what you. It's going to be awesome either way. Yeah, I mean, because Adidas apparently Adidas like for the men's team we get they don't a template get you yeah. and you get your jersey. You but this so this first inaugural racing kit is going to be a custom Matthew Wolf creation, which just makes me think that it's going to be out of this world. Also makes me think it's going to be one hundred ninety-five dollars. Oh, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. You put it in a frame, you don't wear it. Well, no, we got to get it right. Nobody's going to pass on the first. And then, and then we get the double threat because it's the first men's jersey new, with new the logo. new crest. Yeah. That's true. With the crest two point or three point oh, so it's gonna be a black shirt and a white shirt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure we won't do that. So there'll be just I white, white jerseys the, the bold, for my bold, this simple, clean, all white away kit. The good news is the youth <laughs> ones are only going to be 157 dollars. Oh, so we'll yeah. be good. <laughs> my kids already got them. We're good. Uh, uh, no, they don't, because the crest changed. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, we get to buy them again. I forgot about that. Uh, back to racing's preseason real quick. They have uh, three other opponents. One is West Virginia. Uh, the other two are uh, Florida. Well, they play two games at Florida State, and then I can't remember the third one was. I've already forgotten. Not it's North It's another Carolina. Florida team, isn't it, down there? I think there's might a couple Florida. the Gators, I might, mm -hmm. or something. It was an SEC team, They were and they're good. I think it was Florida. Um so yeah, awesome for them. That, but that's all we know. Uh, keep your eyes out for you know interview. Like they've done a good. They've given us a 
enough catnip to keep keep me from getting. I upset. feel like the home opener is going to be announced soon. You know, I mean, I think that's yeah, coming. Challenge that's gonna be, ramp it up. Challenge comes a month, be, a month away. Yeah, we're we're less time away from that than we are from uh, from the USL kickoff. Oh, so. and that brings up uh, the attendance question. What were you guys saying? The sixty percent is what the governor's announced as kind of the allowable. It's what the Derby's talking about doing. There's been no announcement oh, that I've God, seen from the, the club uh, about how we would address that. Um, Wow, and so we were at, what, a quarter a quarter last season? Point six times. Third, yeah, third. Almost a doubling. That's 9,000 if you use the 15,000. Yeah, which which I think they did. Totally be. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's going to almost feel like a proper stadium opening. And that's a starting point, right? Because if vaccination rates get by midsummer, you never know. You know, we could be at full capacity by the fall. Convince people that it works. Which it does. Well, and the people that aren't convinced shouldn't come to the games. 90, 90% effective means you won't get sick at all. At all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. 90%. Yeah, but even if you, the, <laughs> so the 10% of the time you might get a little sick, but you're not going to be like dead sick. So, yeah. If I, once they allow me, I'll be hugging and. That's really, up. that's the shortest explanation I can pro- possibly <laughs> give to that, you know, whole conundrum such as it is. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to drink another beer. What else we got, guys? Oh, I know what my my, my little uh, nugget that I that I teased y'all with early. Uh, Louisville City is starting the Champions City Adult Leagues uh, beginning the I think April seventh is what rings a bell. Uh, there'll be four different sessions. There'll be uh, over thirty five men's division. There'll be a women's open, a men's open. Women. Uh, there's going to be intermediate. There's going to be a co-ed. Uh, there are going to be dates that don't conflict. You know, Mockingbird's obviously the pot, most popular uh, rec league, uh, adult rec league in the city as far as I know. Oldham County has a good one too. But the dates that they're going to run these league nights are going to be not, not going to compete with those other nights, which I thought was a very smart decision. They're going to be played here at the academy fields. Uh, there's going to be concessions. There's going to be like a place to kind of hang out in between or after games. There's going to be beer apparently. We're working on that. Uh, so there's going to be the there's going to be a lot more on that front coming soon, uh, but get excited. Uh, the you know the the league fees seem reasonable. You get a shirt when you join, which is at least that's what's been proposed. A lot of the stuff remains to be ironed out. But I was on a call last night about that. And I'm uh, super a appreciative of being included, and b I don't think I'm overstepping by announcing some of this stuff. I wow, did. And they they seemed excited. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That yeah. that is a game changer Over for me. Over 35, so yeah, yeah man. Well, that's no. right. Co-ed is way more fun than uh, those cranky old dudes. <laughs> yeah. I played so many indoor yeah. games at Mockingbird yeah, over magic. the years, and just to have a an, a, a solid outdoor option, you know. I'm gonna buy turf shoes. Playing soccer in cleats, a whole different game. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's they're really trying to do a lot of smart things that you know they. I think they're anticipating it's going to be real popular. This is easily going to be the best place to play outdoor in the city, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Yeah. There's not even an argument about it. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about getting rained out. You don't have to Cooper worry about State. you know tripping in a gopher hole like you is do it, over it, at St. Matthews. It's like seven on seven, right? I mean, we're talking about full field. Yes, yeah, no, it's seven on seven. It's a small. We're playing game. on nine v nine fields like the, that the kids play on, but right. it's seven mm-hmm. on seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to be coaching a Cooper's team? No, no, I will not. I don't know how involved I'm going to be. I'm going to play. <laughs> I'm going to try and play. The question is, do I want to brave the over thirty five or do I want to? Do the smart thing and just play in like the E League and in the co-ed. And we're gonna have to revive the. We're gonna have to revive the, the Coopers versus the the tournament. What did we do? Like it was the Coopers versus the front office. I think is what we we that did used at to one happen. point. That used to Didn't have me at that point. No. So. <laughs> yep, and that's why. I, no, and <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed man, to play anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's all I've got, guys. I, 
Oh, yeah. Open Cup is happening. We are allowed to participate. Eight USL teams got the invite. We're one of them. It's, so it's not really an Open Cup. Let's be frank. That's a misnomer. Right. But they're calling it that. Uh, Did they say what the criteria for invitation was? Why we made we the cup? Fi- you know, group you winners. It was yeah, the group, group winners. It was group winners. All okay. eight group winners for USL. There's going to be eight MLS teams, I think. So that's cool that you know it's an equal number. I think there's a couple League One, two, four. League One teams. Uh, they're what? Like I said, it's not Open Cup because there's no... There was no qualification for the amateur teams and lower semi-pro or whatever. Uh, but NISA gets gets some entries, I think, which I which is good. I don't know about MPSL, but I'm sure you know they were consulted. That that's a massive organization. If, you, if they would have been stupid to leave that bunch out, um, plus there's some really good teams in that in MPSL. Yeah, so. it should be a great tournament, even if it's not. Yeah, so it's it's not going to be it's model. not going to be the quote open cup. But Sounds like we got a bad chance to win it. So inter inter league right. competition, and the only mm-hmm. one we've got, so we we should be happy about it. And if yeah. we win, we get to finally play in Concacaf Cup. So yeah. Yeah, well, that's one of the, one of the things. One of the pri- well, there's like a paltry cash prize, which is better than the zero dollars that you get for winning USL Cup, uh, <laughs> and then uh, the the yeah, but you also get win a spot in Concacaf Champions League, so something that would be awesome if we could pull out. Which I, would be know. really neat. Yeah, yeah. unlikely. Talk about away days. No, not, but not out <laughs> the realm possibility. Yeah, we go to go to Curacao. It'll be awesome. I was thinking Honduras or. No, I'd rather go to Curacao. Anyway, Costa Rica? I wasn't yeah. joking about that. Let's go to Curacao. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, Mexico City and get some pee thrown on you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a very urine-heavy podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else, guys? I think that's all I got. Ty, you always got something, something to talk about. No, I didn't. Uh, don't, don't have anything on my soapbox today. I'm just ready for the season. I'm yeah, so we're ready. ready. We're just tired of this preseason. I'm, I love seeing uh, our – our man Ben Holzman's uh, training, bi- uh, you know, pictures. Uh, but we're ready to see, ready to see the real deal. Yeah, right? Oscar doing his best. He's not wearing the sports specs anymore. Doesn't look like his the masked man, Oscar Jimenez. He's got the he's got the new uh, Rex specs, right? He, I mean, he wasn't wearing them the other day. Really? Yeah. I tell you, I see him commonly. It seems like he's the common thread of the winning team yes. on uh, Holzman's tweets about who won whichever well, challenge. Part of it is like soccer. I, like I always see stuff, Oscar yeah. on there. Was yeah, that? part of it's like soccer, tennis, and stuff. So I don't, I don't know what <laughs> games they're playing. Champion of what? I'm not sure, but Oscar is often included in the in that yeah, winning roster for sure. All right, guys, I think that's going right, to do yeah. it for us. I think that's. Uh, I have been up. Taylor Sorrells. That has been Ty Smith, and that has also been Robbie Barker. And Patrick has been trying to talk but not being heard, but he's because he's manning those buttons and and those <laughs> dials. So many buttons, all four of them, uh, and doing an awesome job. And we very much appreciate him. Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was about to be. App- no, I wasn't going to be It's not a bad yet. joke because it, it's, it's happened. happened. It has happened. It used to happen to Ken all the time, Ken. Uh, okay. That's good. Uh, uh, follow us on Twitter. I didn't even ask anybody for Ask Barrel. I, I forgot. I, I think I still have to log in for the Twitter account. I don't know. Uh, but follow us at BarrelProofFC if you just need another number on that uh, list. Sometimes we tweet. Uh and uh, keep a look, keep a lookout. Vamos Morados. See y'all next time. Vamos Morados. Come on.